just around the river bend. I'm in the mood to help you, dude. You'll yeah, never had a friend like me. Bow. Yep. Sit. Yeah, dog. Butterfly. Am I singing for Haley right now? Never had a friend like me. <laughs> I like singing Disney songs for Haley, man. Yeah. Do you sing her a lot of Disney songs too? I sing all the time around her. Oh, I'm yeah. always singing songs like, Haley is the brightest thing in my day. Haley J. Haley J. And she's just like, God damn it, Dad. Skit <laughs> <laughs> time. Well, here we are, Sid. The Orchards of Asia Massage Parlor in sunny Jupiter, Florida. What do you think? Oh, shit. Jupiter, Florida. This is where they did Horror Story Freak Show, right? That was a while back. I'm sure there's no more freak circus shit around here. Hello, gentlemen. And how many Super Bowl rings do you have today? Uh, are you a gigolo? Because I want a female whore. Uh, whoa, I mean, um, what's on the menu? Oh, well, are you here for R. Kelly, party of 16? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure we're not on the invite list for that. But we would like to see a list of, uh, you know, services that you provide. Ooh, uh, fake Nigerians to fake beat you up. Uh, hard pass on that one. Uh, maybe you need a new passport because you joined ISIS and went back in the U.S. of A. The only thing I'm fighting is a case of blue balls. Mm, so you have no Super Bowl win, you're not in the R. Kelly cult, you're not trying to stage a hate crime, and have no problem with the State Department. Uh, then if I may ask, why are you at Orchards of Asia Massage Parlor? Well, we heard there are, you know, um, uh, ways to relieve stress other than the typical massage. Yeah, like the kind you get all naked and lubed up for. You know, like, uh, the, the kind that somebody could jerk me off, maybe? Yeah, or, you know, like a little bit of, uh, milking of certain glands, you know? that guys have to have at a certain age if you catch my drift. Oh, now I know what you boys are looking for. Please, gentlemen, right this way. Uh, I didn't think we were going to be in the same room for this. You're not going to think it's weird, are you? Just quiet, Sid. Hold my hand. When in Rome, enjoy it! Hello there, fellas. Good for you both to come in. Can't start screening for prostate cancer early enough, you know? Oh boy! Sid! She's role-playing a six-year-old doctor! This is gonna be great! I smell lube! <laughs> Alright, now uh, each of you just hop up on the table face down and we can get started. Now, just relax. Ah! <laughs> Ever. I hold my hand harder, bro. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, shit, man. I feel like a toothpaste tube that's had all of my toothpaste squeezed out. I kind of feel like a rubber glove that's been on for like an eight hour shift. I just got taken off and thrown in the trash. It feels so good. 
I've actually been to Florida in real life a few times. Whatever it is, I know I need it to my life. And one thing comes to mind when I say, I want to blaze it for days. Take me away. Take me to the highest place where I meditate. With a great marijuana. Because these are sentimental. Give me that feeling. Give me that feeling. All right, welcome to Blazing Cavity. My name's Tim. You might know me from our Facebook Messenger chat. I told you your hair looked like it smelled nice, and you didn't think that needed a reply. It did. And joining us from the development team of one of the top-selling app game franchises on the market, Angry Birds, Sid Swami. Well, it actually just says Angry Birds on my resume. The app's actually called Enraged Peni um, because Angry Cocks was already taken. It's a cockfight simulator, but oh, instead God. of the cocks being like, you know, animals, because that'd be cruel, they're penises in the shape of birds of prey. Download now at uh, Google Play and App Store. I had my daughter download that game. I thought that was something different. And a man who has no problem bouncing a check to a Girl Scout for Girl Scout cookies because, quote, her heart wasn't in the sale. John Holland! said you you didn't name your virtual cockfighting cock little jerry seinfeld did you well that is one of the dlc characters <laughs> it's fusilli jerry it's fusilli jerry <laughs> well thank you very much it doesn't come for free though it's like one of those microtransactions oh i'll it say it's a microtransaction uh, it's a large package sit it's a bundle it's like these days, Gosh, if you want to set that one up too well, well, it's like these days, if you want to like play a video game, I remember like back in the day when I bought uh, one of the first games I ever remember owning was Mortal Kombat for Sega Genesis. Probably had no business owning that game, but you know, these were the 90s is a different time. And you know, like when you had that game you had the whole game and if there are parts of it that were fucked up and there were there were some bugs in that game that were pretty bad um you know you had to deal with those but also if you wanted like extra content you had to work for it i remember there was a secret character you could fight called reptile but you had to like basically like cheese your way through the first three rounds not taking any damage at all and then if there is a shadow on the moon at the very last round and you do a fatality you get to fight reptile but nowadays like you would just have to pay like 4.99 and then you'd be able to fight reptile and you would have reptile and then you could buy like cosmetic skins for reptile at probably like 99 cents a pop it's just like 
when you buy a game now, it's like you're investing, you're making a down payment in an experience. I'm not gonna lie, like uh, Resident Evil 7, I bought that game and then I bought all the fucking, I bought the season pass to get all the DLC to go with it to get the complete experience. But I mean, like, do you think that's good these days that like you can buy extra parts of the game or do you think the whole game should come and you should like master the game before you can get the extra shit like Mortal Kombat for Genesis? Well, I've been playing Magic Arena again and I hate that I've spent so much fucking money on on a game. Oh my god, you actually spent money on Magic Arena. I want to draft. All I want to do is draft. I don't want to play fucking standard. What the fuck is that? fucking spend money on magic arena oh my god tim so you can actually play draft without spending any money if you play constructed but you gotta like grind for drafts you can't just draft on magic arena without paying as far as i know maybe if you do like an initial down payment and you're really lucky and good then you can like get several uh, games off of just that one payment but as far as I know it's pretty much like MTGO now where like if you're on draft you're gonna fucking pay unless you're good and you win yeah you have to win seven seven rounds and, and only drop three games and then you can get your money back basically and draft for free once it's not like you get bonus gems so that you can like build a, a stock it's like no the best case scenario is that you get to do it again the, already it's kind of fucked but if you if you grind like you said Sid, like at the very beginning of the day, if you play at the beginning of the day, you get like 750 gold for like an achievement, and then for each win, for like four or five wins, you get like 100 gold apiece. And it takes 5,000 gold to draft. So if you grind for like two or three days, then you can draft once for free, basically. But if you spend five dollars, you you have enough to draft once for free. And then if you win along the draft, you get gems. You get about half of a draft worth of gems by playing a draft. You know, for, for five bucks, it buys you one and a half drafts. And then so like if you do ten bucks, they give you a few extra gems. So you almost get three drafts out of ten bucks. I know you're a gamer. Have you had a like video game that you've played that you like so much that you paid even more after the initial like ping of the video please game? Say eternal, please say eternal. Please say eternal. Well, eternal, yes. Well, with eternal, yeah. Oh, dude, eternal is free though. I like to draft. You don't have to pay to get eternal off the jump. White men can't. But what Eternal gets you with is they have these campaigns and it costs, I think, like $25. It's really expensive to buy a campaign in Eternal. But in the campaign, there's these cards that you unlock that are only available through a campaign. Like, no matter how much you grind, you could never unlock them. And that's what kind of made Eternal pretty brutal. Like, it definitely comes at a cost but it's not a very high cost especially if you're good i think they're like 10 bucks a piece and and that's just to build a constructed deck again it's the it's you can grind out a draft in like two or three days and then draft once or else you could spend five bucks and get a draft or whatever i feel like on eternal you could probably grind out and draft for free a lot more often than two or three days yeah, it was probably every other day I was drafting from just grind grinding matches. Right. But drafting on Eternal isn't as good as drafting on fucking Magic Arena because Eternal is like they've made Magic Arena now to where the magic cards are so good to play in like a video game. They they've definitely been doing something with like magic cards now to make them more friendly to like a video game type setting. 
Have you noticed that? Yeah, there's like a lot more cards that like interact and like wipe shit out, but a lot of cards have resilience, so they'll like spit out a creature when they die and stuff like that. So it's like you feel like you're doing a ton of shit, killing a lot of shit, but like the game is stalling out all the time, but it's like you, you feel like you're actually doing stuff, you know? But come on, John, there's got to be at least you, come on, man. Well, you gotta, number, uh, number one, I will never get tired of <laughs> Stone, Sid, and Tim talking about the uh, online economies of games that came out six months to a year ago. You guys wouldn't know a good time if it bit in the afton. I'm going home. You guys ain't cool. You're lame. <laughs> lame? Lame. You're nerds, geeks, creeps, and babies. It's like the fucking highlight of my week. I love it. Well, let's talk about the fucking online economy of a game that came out this week. Anthem. Like, I went and saw my boys play Anthem last night. And here's the thing. With Anthem, if you're just going to grind, you're fucking getting left in the dust. Because the people that fucking paid for... they prepaid for pre-order DLC deluxe packages. They paid extra for the game before they even played it to be able to get this edge somehow. And I just don't know like why somebody would want to do that. And on a brand new franchise like Anthem, like I would understand like I'm a huge fan of Doom games. Like anytime that a Doom game comes out, I'm super excited because I fucking love Doom ever since the days of MS-DOS. But like, yes, I'll fucking pay all that extra money for like Doom Deluxe Edition because I'm such a fan of that franchise. Or Street Fighter V was another one. Like I love fucking Street Fighter and always have since I was a kid back in the arcades. But for a brand new game property, like, I don't know, man. I think it's pretty ambitious to require people to fucking have to pay more than, like, what the retail price is to have, like, access to all of the game content. I got no idea what you're talking about, dude. (laughs) You don't know about Anthem? No, I've got Anthem. I've downloaded Anthem. I've been playing Anthem. I've got no freaking idea what you're talking about, dude. Okay, so the guns that you got at the very beginning with your javelin and shit, did you pre-order it? Did you have, like, extra DLC that you had to pay extra for? Uh, I don't think I paid any money for anything in Anthem. Well, you had to pay $60 at least to buy Anthem. Nope, didn't. So, what are you like a reviewer or something? I'm, is it free? No, it's not free. It's I'm pretty not sure free. on Origin it's like free-ish. Okay, what the shit is Origin? Okay, so you're playing it on the filthy PS4 or something like that, right? Xbox One, maybe. Oh, Jesus. Well, I play with the PS4. Tim plays with the Xbox One. Well, I'm playing with the PC, the Master Race. So it's a German PC. <laughs> I mean, I own a PC. I'm podcasting on a PC right now. How do I get Anthem for free on my PC? Just go uh, download Origin, which is like the EA launcher, which, uh, and, and honestly, I fucking hate EA. <laughs> hate EA. EA Sports. It's in the game. And uh, most of their crap, but they've actually improved the Origin launcher to where it's functional now. And like, I was even able to recover my password, which I wasn't able to do for about six years. But uh, yeah, go to Origin. But if you've got like the Origin, you know, like the Origin version of Xbox Gold or PlayStation Plus or whatever, I'm 
think it's free and you get some like when I logged into my thing I had like a weapon set and a couple of cosmetic items so that's I mean like I I have got absolutely no idea how you even get the stripped down version of this game like I really don't I'll check it out well basically what I'm trying to say is like for uh, people that are doing the console thing that buy like a copy of Anthem right or you download it online there were different versions you have you know the one version that's the game but then you can also just buy i guess you like buy your way into having like rare gear and stuff like that supposed to make you like there's like a cash shop where you know you can buy crystals or diamonds or whatever the fuck it is just like any other game and buy gear that way i mean i honestly god don't know how much of a difference it would make like my impression is is this is very much a dress-up game instead of an actual anything game because the most expensive shit is all cosmetic you know which is like i I mean i guess there's people out there like that they've even got like special areas where you can go and show off your outfits and stuff like that which is weird there's these weird layered systems that are going on at the same time i think when the thing happened with star wars battlefront 2 where they made basically microtransactions a way to like play to win so you have like you can just buy Maybe you could help with some deadbeats. You owe me a lot of money. Your own business is a business, huh? <laughs> they set up a model of like, hey, you can just buy your way into like having all the best gear and you'll be way overpowered and you'll just crush people that are like trying to grind their way up. The reaction to that model of a microtransaction DLC deal was so unpopular that they decided to adopt a model that was just like okay well you can only pay for cosmetic things like banners and like you know skins and different stuff like that you can't buy badges you know obviously you have to like earn those by doing in-game achievements and the badges man the honey badger the honey badger it's pretty badass look it really doesn't give a shit you don't care you don't give no shits no shits were given. <laughs> yeah. So there's Anthem, which is strange as hell. I think everyone agrees. Uh, Apex Legends, anybody? Yeah, I definitely have been playing it. I don't have time to grind on it intensely, so I'm still like very much a noob, but still like it. You Have you tried it out yet? I have not. Uh, I've, I've got it downloaded. I haven't actually played it yet because i'm kind of burned out on freaking free-for-all games you know and then it's like uh they're all kind of similar all kind of the same deal well that's but, what's hot right now is that kind of like looting aspect people are into that uh honestly i'm on board with it man like i feel like i have a lot of fun playing these type of battle royale style games now i never did play Fortnite that much. Um, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. I played that for a little while on my Android phone, but it wasn't as good as like obviously like playing on the PC. It's just like I don't know, man. Something about PC gaming to me, it doesn't feel as fun as like holding a controller in my hands. But I did recently get an arcade fight stick that goes with my PC. And that's led me to playing some pretty cool PC. I've like got some MAME games now 
that I play in like a more authentic arcade style because of the fight stick. And uh, I even got this cool game off of Steam called Just Shapes and Beats, which is like a rhythm mixed with a bullet hell game. I've been really digging that with the fight stick too. I, I found out that rhythm helps when I'm playing with my fight stick as well. Said you really have to work it to get it working these days. <laughs> just, just an old model. That was terrible! Horrendous! I'm offended! I'm appalled! So what are we gonna do? Oh, what else? Email it to everybody we know! Good idea. Gas too, dog. Well, you know, nothing plays like a classic, bro. I don't know, something about... I went to this grand opening for Arcade here in town. Um, and it just got me on this Arcade kick, man. There's something about the way that it feels to like hold that stick in your hand and just mash those buttons. I feel like twice a day. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's fucking rocks, dude. I hung out with my boys last night. We were playing some smash and I was smashing with my fight stick. And that was the first time I had ever smashed with a fight stick, you know, and it's, it works so good with the switch, man. Did you guys cross it swords really or was it, uh, yeah, definitely. There was like some cloud versus uh, Roy and swords were getting crossed big time. But, you know, I'm Rob, so I'm more about the laser shit. Some games have like the real loose joystick, like Donkey Kong games. There's like almost no spring in it. You like slam it to the right and slam it to the left. And then there's some games it always returns to center. Uh, Street Fighter, you can do like the, you know, the swoop kick, swoop kick to do like your fireball or whatever. You know, or the swinging kick thing or whatever it's it's really weird how the joystick you know changes the feel of the game whereas those donkey Kong games feel really like robotic like trying to fucking work that machine because it's old fucking technology it doesn't know what the fuck you want you know the trackball is a thing i always thought was kind of cool y'all remember that game centipede millipede where yeah. you'd play it with the trackball yeah, and then like the, the golf games where you're like fucking breaking the screen, just trying to fucking get an extra two yards out of your fucking right. drive. Well, John, as a PC gamer, you ever uh, go with a trackball on any of your FPSs? I bet that's a you pretty know, good was, deal. There was a time way back when when the trackball was like just such a huge fucking deal and like everybody swore by them. But I don't, you know, that whole trend just went away way back in the day i think i had one it was like a oh what the hell is the name of it it was this thing where there was like a trackball on one side to control your movement and stuff but it was like on a gamepad holy crap i'm gonna have to look this up and find this thing now oh was it a console or was it a pc gaming controller it was a pc gaming controller i use a mouse like a trackball mouse because like i have usually have too much weed and bullshit all over my 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 desk it gets all fucking gunked up, and then I'm, like, trying to slide the mouse around to try to click something, and it gets all jammed and shit. With the track mouse deal, the mouse stays the same, just the ball has to be clean. It's, like, a little area I have to clean instead of, like, a whole, my whole desk. So Yeah, I, just, I think I, I think remember it's smart. that. I don't remember your track ball, but I just remember, like, your desk fucking being... It's like you have this house that's, like... 99% like this lovely home, like this lovely family home that's like 
adorable and like you know the bathroom's all clean and everything's all domestic and then you have your computer which is like this total fucking uh neckbeard nest like right in the middle of it it's fucking crazy and there's like a green screen behind you and shit (laughs) i I live in like like five percent of my house i'm like i will live in this five percent and just Beer cans, fucking blunt roaches and rappers, like fucking old discarded Jimmy Dean breakfast bowls fucking stacked on top of each other and like... I'm in the kitchen five feet away. I spilled something. I clean it up right away. I'm here. I dump a soda on the ground. It's there for three days. Just like, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, this is my 5%. Give me my 5%. It's it's a place the sun never reaches. Well, it's blocked off by gates to keep like all dogs and babies out. Like it's a, it's pretty cool. It's like its own self-contained cage. It kind of reminds me of, you remember like Danny DeVito in that show Taxi, how he was always in that cage you know in the middle of the place that's like tim he's like in his cage over there and like everybody else is like you know hanging out running around and he's like yeah don't fucking come in here i don't have any pants on in here (laughs) it's my recording studio (laughs) the red light is on oh god that's funny (laughs) there's gonna be this whole generation of kids that grows up and like they were told to never go in daddy's special room or anything and they think that all kinds of like porno and all that other stuff is going on but it's really just like freaking soundcloud rappers and bloggers and stuff awesome soundcloud rappers check out mr tim for real hey what's going on with the mr tim thing like like we haven't talked about that in a couple months how when's the album gonna drop dog have you been doing gigs since i had to take full custody of my daughter i i i had a back burner a couple of releases i have two videos ready to release which i should probably drop one soon the rest of the album is pretty much written but i have to pay for a little bit for production and then uh to promote it when it gets ready to go so i'm just trying to save up a little bit um i don't want to like put out music and just kind of peter it along so i'd rather just give people the album instead of drag it out you know what i mean you're gonna be like the apex legend of rappers you'll just like come out of nowhere and all of a sudden boom 25 million did host a little show for a while at this spot called luna nueva down in little five points atlanta um it was a taco tuesday deal like we had they had like a banging fish taco and we would uh drink margaritas and do our stand-up and shit banging fish taco sounds like mardi gras yo dude mardi gras is off the chain i've never been to mardi gras in new orleans but i went to mardi gras mobile one time and that shit was lit, dude. That's like the most redneck version of Mardi Gras. But I'll have you know, it's also where Mardi Gras originated was Mobile. You've heard a lot of the tracks off off of Bittersweet coming up. What What's your favorite song of mine, Sid? My favorite song of Tim's is Colorado Flair for sure, man, because I'm on it. Yes, it's Swami. We talk about <laughs> blunts and fucking bitches. Well, it just like... I don't know. When I was writing that song, I was thinking about you, you know, you and John are like, you know, well, John's the, on a song on my game. album too. John, <laughs> waiting on John. your verse, bro. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Dude, we, you really should put John on your album. He's like a fucking K-pop sensation, man. You didn't know that? How's your singing voice, John? Oh, please don't. Can you sing? 
<laughs> stuff about relationships, John. You're emotional and genuine when it comes to relationships, right? Nope. Well, what if, what if she touches your penis? Still no deal. Oh, damn it. All right. So, Sid, what's going on with you, man? You making some videos? Doing some streams? Well, yeah, we're going to get back to doing the game show streams tonight, man. But if I got to be honest with you, man, like I've been playing Apex and I thought maybe I should stream that, but I'm just not good at it. And I feel like nobody wants to watch me like just get my shit pushed in. You know, like. Well, at, on MTGO or, or MTG Arena right now, they have this thing called Greedy Draft, which it's Gabby Sparks, like... You know, last week they had uh, Valentine's Day, like day one, and, and Danny Trejo, like Singleton weekend, like single, you know, weekend or whatever. So this one yeah. is like, Gabby Sparks Greedy Draft, where you get nine cards in your opening hand. You get to play two lands a turn. So basically, like the draft format changes where like now you're drafting the same like Ravnica set, but you're thinking, all right, I'm going to be able to have four lands on turn two, six lands on turn three. So like, what's the biggest fucking beefiest shit I can? And you can drop two like... Two fucking like, uh, you know, gates and stuff like on turn one. So then you're like untapping with like all sorts of colors and shit. And you're just like fucking shit up. It's cool. And wow, uh, that sounds cool, man. Yeah. I'm so- not really that into magic these days, though. Like, I respect it as being a really cool game. But like, if I was going to play a card game, I would definitely play Eternal. Well, rather I- than magic. I feel like that's where I'm at right now. I thought it'd be kind of lame. But then after drafting mm. it, you realize that it changes the way you draft the actual set. You're like, well, this card was good back when I was like, you know, tr- you know, turn one guy, turn two guy, turn three guy. But now when they're dumping a four drop on turn two, this guy's a piece of shit. So you, you so draft I have it completely different. I haven't actually drafted Ravnica Allegiance. All of a sudden, they come out of the format. It, it's the same cards, but it, it's like you look at them completely differently. And um, I... I don't know, like when you're opening hand, you look at all these, you get nine cards. So you're like, holy shit, look at this. I have three lands. That's cool. But you're not going to ramp it. So basically, you, you, you want to keep a, a you know a hand with like five lands or more. Like a four lander. Right. Because then you just good. fucking yeah. launch into your fucking mid game. And it's cool. Because like, you know, I've, I've kept a couple hand, hands where I was like, oh my God, I'm so dumb. Because they have like six, seven lands and I'm still like waiting for my fourth land drop. And I'm just like an idiot. You know what I mean? It's like, damn, that fucked up. But I have a couple games that I recorded. Well, don't you still play your? Don't you play your still style still in the greedy draft? Like you play a really aggressive deck, yeah, and try to make the board wide. Yeah, yeah. Like I try to go fucking as aggressive as as possible. Or there's like uh, there's this card which is called a high alert, which basically. All your guys attack for, you know, their toughness and then they lose defender when they attack or whatever. You know, like the traditional, um, you know. Doran the Siege Tower. Right. Yeah. But it's one white and one blue and one. So it's three to just drop that enchantment. And then basically there's all these like one, four flyers in that in blue. So you, you have the, you have like this huge, these huge blockers in the air and then you drop that enchantment and now you're swinging like with angels coming across like four fours, just like blah, blah, blah. It's fucking angels. cool. I see angels. I see demons. It's cool though. Go check out 
MTG Arena. You still play magic, dude? Yeah. Matter of fact, there's this really cool mode where like, and it doesn't cost anything to do it. All right. Um, so you just like, you go there, you pull up, right. And you get out and it still doesn't cost you anything. There's four options. You with me? Yeah. All right. Okay. And there's like, you know, one of them totally depends on what you've got. Like, you know, this is the first choice, you know, and like, so, you know, you can't really unlock it unless you have the right kind of stuff. Like you pre-ordered it. It's called diesel. And if you don't have that, then you go over and there's three other modes. There's like regular unleaded and super unleaded uh-huh. and like you know you just kind of pick up the hose and you put it in and it, after you decided if you're diesel you're not then you know you put it in and then like right then is when it's monetized right so you put your card in and you know it's kind of just like microtransactions john god damn it uh yeah geez. it's All like right, and it's just kind of like clear okay so, have you like, even gotten you any magic really, cards yet at this you point? don't even really like hey i'm trying to explain something really important here guys <laughs> and so it's like you know you haven't even paid anything yet and it just kind of like clears you for like this unknown amount right so you don't know how much you're gonna get or like how long you're gonna play, and then you select like you know your regular or unlimited super. So let's just say I'm cheap, so I go with the regular, right? And I pull the pin, and it's like you know, this is this is a game. Yeah, I'm like, see, I'm trying to get more. Should we change the subjects? Is that what you're telling us by your rant, John? Is it just boring? No, me like I'm not, <laughs> fucking. I feel like trying to say it, like you know, like I'm sorry, I'm sorry that like you know I gotta go and I can't be like you know pre-ordering Anthem and like buying these ten dollar Eternal packs and stuff because I'm playing my game over here, you know where we like you know put it in the car and then like you go and you're at the stoplight, you know, and so then like at least in my car's got this thing where it like turns down so you're not burning as much gas and that means you won't have to go back for another DLC so quickly, you know, but that's kind of like a user setting thing. Thing, you know and like something like you purchase it way before you even play this game like when you're at the dealership you know like there's different like you know unlocks that you get depending on the model that you purchase so if you get like the really high-end one then maybe you're not doing as many dlcs and microtransactions and that kind of thing but if you don't then you're like increasing the probability that you're going to have to do like larger microtransactions later on down the road, you know and so you know and then on top of it there's like this meta thing where like every you know twelve thousand miles or so you have to go in and it's like you know it's kind of like the eternal things where it's like ten bucks and you get all new oil in there and an all new filter and then you're like good to go for another one. But the only way you can get the new oil in is if like you take the old oil out, you know, and that's how you unlock the old oil from your car and put the new ones in. So that like is totally separate from the gas thing because they're like totally different modes in the same platform. So if you're like rocking something else like the PS4 where it doesn't need any oil and it just like needs the electricity and HDMI cable, then you're not going to need to replace the oil, which is nice. This passive aggressive rant is brought to you by Comet Cola. And now on to some wacky news! But anyway, so like the really cool thing about it is then is that you can buy the extra stuff. You can even get like this card, you know? And it's not even part of the game. And like you just go into Walmart, you can go into Kmart or anywhere like that and be like, yo, homie, hook me up with this card. You can hook it up for a specific dollar amount, but you can't hook it up for the other type of currency, which is gasoline. So then you can just like have this thing in your pocket and then you don't have to use real money. And it's kind of like the pay to play, you know, play to win thing because you can just get the thing somewhere totally unrelated and then like put it into the gas game and you totally get like gas out from it. You know, like grandma might send one for your birthday or something like that. So it's a totally different system that you Comic Cola is back, and we are we have two new flavors: grape grapple and, and apple grapple. Actually, it's called next Napple and grapist. We're going for like a much more edgy thing with this new Comic Cola. <laughs> But they're both a grape apple blend. They both taste the same. It's actually the same thing, but just in two different bottles. It's just Comet Cola in two new bottles. John, 
fucking Rockstar Games definitely needs to be like hitting you up because it sounds like you made Grand Theft Auto 7 just now. Well, here's the thing about Comicola is like you can totally do the gas game just like right there with your card and then you can drive away and then like you don't have to do anything else. But if you have to like, you know, you don't have a card and you're like using cash or a check or like carrier pigeon or something like that, you can like go inside the building and inside the building there's all these other games like the Comicola game, you know, so if you got enough cash left out or cash on the card if you decide to have grandma get you one, they can take that same thing up there, grab a comic cola out of the cooler, go up and like combine them both. You know, but then you're only paying a sales tax for like, you know, one sale instead of like a sales tax for the gas and the sales tax for your comic cola. But the card will work for both of those. So it really doesn't matter if you're using cash or a card, but you have to be able to go inside the store to do that because you don't have any comic cola right there at the pump, you know. So like you factor that in and that's kind of like a little grocery line. So you can use it for just more than gas. I mean, like people say it's like a waste and stuff like that, but you We should stop spiking John's coffee. I felt like it was a good idea. Well, that's something else you can play in there. They've got, like, this thing, and there's, like, calf and decaf. That's, like, the first, you know, the base decision that you've made. And then, like, so if you get, like, decaf, you're a goddamn pussy. But if you get the regular, they go in there's, like, you know, creamers like hazelnuts and gingerbread and vanilla and, like, all these other creamers. And then, like, if they don't have a creamer that you like, that's a DMC, you can, like, you know, add on later on. Like, maybe you want a creamer that they don't have right there. Okay, that's fine. You can get the coffee there. But then you gotta go play a different game called the grocery store game. So, Sid and I have a confession. John, you have now officially tried meth. We, we, we got you. We got gotcha. you. Okay, well, the meth is, like, totally separate from the other game. And that's, like, behind the gas station, okay? So after you get your, like, Hanukkah and your smokes and stuff like that, then it's got to be, like, real yeah. money. Like, they won't take the card. They won't take the virtual currency or anything like that. You can try to give them, like, an Anthem pre-order. They're just going to fucking ship you. So you got to, like, go around the back, and then that guy is there, and his name is called Tweaky Larry. And, uh, you know, Tweaky Larry, it's, like, really kind of, like, this age like, look, I mean, he's a good guy, but, like, you have to have, like, this certain kind of, like, unlock for it. Like, me, if I go up to Tweaky Larry, he's not going to, he's just going to be like, hey, man, what's up? What's going on? But Sid comes up there, he's got what you need, bro. I got you. I got your back. So, like, you have to have your right cosmetic unlocks done for it, or else you're just not even going to be able to do this game mode. And nobody explains that when you're actually, like, purchasing the car about, like, hey, you know, if you get a car that makes Tweaky Larry nervous, then, like, you can't even go into that area. It's, like, totally out when it comes to Tweaky Larry, if you just take your whole skin off and just strip down to your underwear, like you're for sure good. You're good. Okay, go ahead, John. His older brother's a real dickhead, Twitchy Lenny. The fucking guy owes me 50 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. See, and like he might try to pay you back like with something that kind of looks like the pump game, except it's not the pump game. And then like you're kind of the pump and not the good pump game. Yeah. So all right, in our first story. Oh no, no, we can't go to Wacky News yet. I gotta hear more about these games, man. Oh God, Blazing Comedy's Wacky News. We leave no pot leaf unturned. We cover all the hard-hitting topics. Like hard as ball sacks. A man covers himself in peanut butter and walks around a dog park after losing a bet. And I say, it wasn't a bet. It was a Wednesday night and I, I had a date with one of those dogs. God damn it. Leave me alone. So, like, here's the thing. If you are going into a park covered in peanut butter, dogs are the least of your worries because fucking squirrels, they're wild, dude. Dogs, usually, like, they've got people to fucking keep them calm. But you're at the mercy of the squirrels if you go into a fucking public park covered in peanut butter. And squirrels will fuck you up. 
a man in Arlington, Texas, who came in last in his fantasy football league, had to do a very nutty thing as punishment. Walk around a dog park covered head to toe in peanut butter. Stephen Shrout, 25, has had never played fantasy football before this year. But his friends were real dickheads to him. And fucking punished the shit out of him for not knowing his shit. Oh, God, I love fantasy football for this reason. See, when did fantasy football become so punitive? Because, like... I don't know what it was, but a few years ago, this there came this switch where it's not about who wins anymore; it's about who loses. Your friends want to want to fucking rub your face in shit. Passive aggressive shit is that? You play fantasy football, John? Oh yeah. You see, I'm all about if you're like that guy, you know, who's who like talks mad shit and everything during the draft and like has some wacky ass strategy that's based on cabbage or whatever. I mean, okay, punish the shit out of that guy. But I mean, come on, this guy, it's his first year and you're making him put peanut butter all over his junk and walk around a dog park. Good God. In our next story, a slimy discovery, a new fossil found of a jawless backless hagfish. Pictures of my ex-wife were found shot uh no this wriggly pinkish gray spineless bottom dweller known as a hagfish is both amazing and disgusting it's two foot long doesn't want to do the dishes anymore and it looks a bit like an eel with teeth so there's that what why would you call that a hagfish like why i can't imagine is this like one of those old-timey type discovery things or whatever or is this like recent recent is this a new discovery a new this- fossil jawless backless this one is new it's 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 like a strapless dress you know get your fossils down sid's fossil emporium man i would have thought that that joke would have run out like a hundred years ago when they're like naming things and they're naming them after like ho ho it looks like a abusive woman we shall call it a hagfish you know that's that's kind of like 1800s ish well i have a, a aquarium full of slutfish for a reason Maybe it was discovered by Ag, you know, and she named it after herself. Couldn't you see a marine biologist particularly being something like that, you know? I had a dangerous run-in with a blowfish. Are we going to have to go back and, like, you know, rename all kinds of shit because it's like, you know, people are offended being compared to a spineless, jawless bottom dweller? I don't know. Uh I'm pretty sure that at no point will they be, uh, they'll be outraged, but they won't stand up for themselves because they have no backbone. Hey, speaking of spineless people without backbone, there's a new Tinder like app that helps farmers match livestock for love. It's called Tutter. Tutter is a mix of a dating app between Tinder and Utter. It lets farmers swipe right on cattle that they like to look the look of. Hmm. I don't know if the cattle respond, but creepy shit. Is Scotland a test market for this? Because I've heard some things about Scotland. They're directed to a page called Sell My Livestock where they can purchase the animals. Holy shit. And then fuck them, I guess, right? No, this is big business, man. Like, you know how, like, if you have a horse that wins Kentucky Derby. You can, you can uh, like farm them out. You can stud them out for like millions of dollars and stuff like that. Oh shit. This is for getting animals to fuck. Yeah. This is, yeah. Yeah. This is like the sex trafficking business. Like buy your own warm hole. 
dude. This is fucking weird. Yeah, y'all want to hear something totally horrible along those lines? Yes! Okay, so, um, way back in college, you know how, you know, you're in college and you got, like, some shitty job to get beer money and stuff like that? Yeah, sex trafficking, yeah. Knew this guy, lived in my dorm, lived on my floor, and no shit, his job was he jerked pigs off to get their semen. There's nothing wrong with that, John. There's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I mean, as long as you're getting paid, there's nothing wrong with that. If you're just going around (laughs) doing it for, you know, like. If you have a co-worker who does it with a smile, there's a problem there, though. That's for sure. You cannot have a smile on your face while you're doing it. I mean, yeah, sure you can if that's your (laughs) job. If that's your job, sure, why not? If If you enjoy fucking jacking pigs off and it is for a purpose that you know is constructive and not perverted or if it is perverted it's like for a service for other perverts then yeah we are always very accepting here on blazing comedy well the worst part is that every now and then they get one who couldn't uh, perform too well so then you have to get out the electric prod and go in the other way i'm waiting for longmont to get that app Oh, like that time that Tim and I went down to Florida. Roll clip. I got my eye on that rooster, Sid. What do you think? Oh, I think that you definitely should uh, pay me three ninety nine for some armor DLC for your rooster in this fight. I wish there was some sort of app that would get my dick wet with with animals, Sid. <laughs> Where- uh, well. Bye. <laughs> All right. Our last and final story. Again, I'm sorry. Wacky news. I wish the whole show could be wacky news. Me too, listener. Me too. <sighs> what if we just did a show called Wacky News? Like a new podcast? No, not a podcast. It should do like a video. Yeah. Wacky news. Coming up with new content ideas on air is fucking genius, man, because we're never more fucked up than we are when we're on air. Hopefully. Well, I I know that's at least true for myself because I get fucked up every time we do this. I am hammered right now. Nobody can tell. Download the Blazing Comedy app called Pace Hits Rent. Uh, It's basically just pictures of John and Tim and uh, you can download it for ninety nine in Google App Store and iPhone App Store. So, please don't. Germantown sees a Smurf invasion as thousands gather to break a world record. <sighs> so, yes, and they failed. Please tell me they came covered in blue paint, donning red and white hats. Nearly three thousand in all. Their goal was simple, to break the world record for the largest group of people dressed as Smurfs. I'm surprised that this one wasn't broken already. Oh, Jesus. The group Da Transdervin organized the event in Luckenschrengen, Germany. Those bastards need to live somewhere that's easy to pronounce. On Saturday, near the border of Switzerland. The strict rules in order. Participants had to show up in blue skin. God damn it. That's it. I feel like, okay, like this will probably trigger some people. So trigger warning. But if a person painted a lion red 
and dressed up like Gargamel, like a terrorist attack might actually be pretty funny in this situation. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Funny. Good night, everybody. It looks like all the women are dressed like the girl Smurf, and none of them are as pretty as the girl Smurf. So well, there, were, there were two girl Smurfs, right? Sorry, ladies. Were there? Yeah, there was a Smurfette, and she was actually created by Gargamel as a... Uh, trap. As a honeypot trap, if you recall from the Smurf movie. Oh, I recall, John. And there was the other one that was like uh, Grandpa Smurf's granddaughter or something like that, and she wore red too. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, both of them got like trains ran on them because the Smurf village is like all dudes, right? Well, what may, well are you assuming their sexuality, Tim? Is yeah, that what you're doing? Are yeah, you assuming don't that the. Do that. Like, I've already cool. triggered enough people at this point by, you know, making light of terrorist attacks. This is. This is some indeed not wacky news. This is no, very- that's, that's fucking hysterical. Gargamel comes and starts snapping up. What the fuck was Gargamel actually obsessed with the Smurfs over? Like, what was the end game there? He wants some blueberry pud, and so he wants to see them work it. He wants to see them work it, work it. He was trying to get the gender. I don't know. What, what, what was his end game? Like, why was he so fucking obsessed with Smurfs? Like, what was the deal? I think they like he wanted to build something, or they were in his way, or something stupid. Because I mean, they didn't. They were like, "We love you. Here's a present." It's like, who wouldn't hate those little things? Well, it was like Gargamel was so unlikable, but his cat, because it was a cat, and like that's real. It's a red cat. Like I feel like the red cat was almost like an anti-hero, and the true. Um, star and best character in the Smurfs. Freaking Gargamel, he like actually lived in like some kind of castle, a tower or something, right? Were they always self-aware or was it like season three or season four where they started using Smurf as like adjectives or like, we're smurfing around? Or was that always like that? I think that's no, all the way. Was, that I, was no, that's, oh jeez, because weren't they some kind of like comic or something forever before they were a cartoon? I don't know, but it was terrible. It was, it was Smurfing terrible. I mean... Why is the why is that a thing? Like it's a world okay, record. So We're talking about magic it. cards. Do y'all remember the magic cards that made Smurfs? I think it was like it had something to do with Baron Singir back in the day, the fucking vampire guy, and it would make like Smurf tokens. I doubt they were Smurfs. They were probably those uh, like red golem looking things they're like zero ones instead of one one goblins right right they weren't red though i want to say they were black and there were smurf tokens that were lorwin shit no i want to say it's even older than lorwin john it's like ice age or something it sounds like, like that. a stupid lorwin kind of thing it could have been legends i don't know oh, it was God, really that would be hysterical though. like a dual deck gargamel versus smurfs holy shit Fuck yeah, dude. I think that Gargamel really is. He was probably just trying to save everybody from the Smurfs, man, because you don't know what I don't fucking trust Smurfs, man. One time I got this vape cart that had a Smurf on it. It it said Blue Dream and that shit clearly was not Blue Dream. That was bullshit. It was a fucking nightmare. So uh, more (laughs) incredible a it's more a, accurate name would be a bull nightmare than a blue a dream. Freaking Aren't they kobolds or something like that? Kobolds? They're like zero one dudes. You, and there's like a, 
a land that's really good in EDH where for one and one red, you make a, a zero one red cobalt. Hold on. I'll look it up on Gatherer right now. Please keep going, Tim. John, some Googling music, please. I'll keep going with the uh, about the uh, cards that make the zero ones. All right. So this is something that will not uh, affect anybody ever. Uh, here's some card that I think it exists, uh, but might not. So let me continue describing it. It's made of cardboard. It has words on it. it. Can you use it in Arena? No. Can you use it in Eternal? Nope. Nope, not there either. Did you get like a whole shit ton of them for free when you pre-ordered Anthem? Yes, and you can use them in the gas pump game. Download that on the <laughs> App Store. You ever see that stuff with like those people who dress up like the Hamburglar and like steal shit from the McDonald's drive-thru? Do I? We meet every Wednesday. We're there. We're the the Burglar Brigade. It'd be fucking hysterical to dress up like Gargamel and hang out by the gas Holy station. <laughs> Just to um... fuck with people. No, you got to hang out by the pharmacy because that's where the fucking Smurfs go to buy the um, shit with ephedrine in it, right? That's all the, the Guinness records for this week. <laughs> Smurfs are okay. They had a mushroom house explode because they're cooking meth back there. No, that's what I heard. That's like a fucking slang word for people that fucking go and buy cough medicine for meth dealers or Smurfs. They're the Smurfs that go out there and fucking get that shit, man. Put a little tussin on it, and when you run out of when you run out of tussin, pour in a little water. Mo tussin, mo tussin. Remember? Uh. Yeah, Tim. Yeah, we're going back. We're going back six months to the year on online games, and Tim's reaching twenty five years back for, for <laughs> black <laughs> comedy. Hey, come on! Were we all poor living in the ghetto? Mo tussin. Chris Rock. All right, so, um, whew. John, how are things? Or get us out of here, Sid. Oh, what? Uh, shit, man. Like we're about to get some fucking streams going tonight, as of us recording it, and you will miss it by the time you listen to this episode. But of course, the replays are always available over at the Sid Swami YouTube channel. Uh, me and my bro fucking playing game shows and been talking about bullshit. Um, of course, I'm thinking about getting into doing some Reddit videos pretty soon. I think vlogging's kind of lame, so I'm not going to do that anymore. But I really been getting into these Reddit videos. It's kind of funny to like look at Reddit and talk shit about it. So if that's something you'd be interested in, fucking hit us up, let us know. And of course, you can find anything you want over at Blazing Comedy dot com um and sid you're gonna have that 24-hour stream camera set up in your house pretty soon where members can subscribe for ten dollars a month and you can get as much sid swami as you want you can even follow him into the bathroom and smell all the fantastic smells with our 4d smell-o-vision check it out and coming in 2020 we're going to 5ds you'll be able to taste me soon Check everything out at BlazingComedy.com. Eric Stout is in charge of, of all those things over there on BlazingComedy.com. That guy's doing great stuff. 
He's doing great stuff. Dude, and the great thing is we never have to pay him. He pays us to do it. It's crazy. <laughs> I haven't checked, but I've heard great things from all all the things changing and happening over on blazingcomedy.com. Well, I haven't heard anything bad about it. Right? No news is good news. No, no news, man. Sure, for sure. <laughs> John, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me hanging out by the gas station dressed up like Gargamel, asking if they've got any of those delicious Smurfs. Well, and pictures of that on BlazingComedy.com. Check it out. Buy Mr. Tim stuff. Buy my shit, motherfuckers. Help pay for my album. Let's get this thing out. And John, my daughter wants that thirty-seven fifty for those Girl Scout cookies, all right? She wanted that sale. She wanted that sale. Holy fuck, John, how many cookies did you get for $3,750? That's like two boxes of Thin Mints and a uh, thing of tag-alongs. Oh, good night, everybody. going on lads shimmy shimmy yo shimmy, shimmy he's got to turn off the tv and close the doors but what he don't love them whores he's gonna blow an ass to the hat you remember that the fucking uh country music version of gin and juice by fish stuff sid how was D, man it's dnd we still haven't started it yet what takes a while to get these things going bro is barb the bard gonna be there no i'm gonna be a bard and i'm gonna be chris jericho weren't you a a a minotaur in the last one yes i like being minotaurs do you eat hamburgers when you're a minotaur no i eat man burgers what (sighs) i eat fucking human flesh dude it's awesome kind of crazy cult are you in, Sid? And we're waiting for John, which is kind of weird. It usually doesn't happen this way. But if you ask me every day, I will tell you that I'll say, please take your tits out and shake them in my face. 
It's a fucking sweet song. And uh, yeah, just the stuff that they said about him on Boondocks and South Park. I got to say, like, I love fucking South Park, as you know, I've made clear over the years. But like one of the best ones is the one with R. Kelly, where Tom Cruise won't come out of the closet. But it was also kind of a funny thing because it led to Isaac Hayes going off of the show because of how much they made fun of Scientology in that episode. And I guess Isaac Hayes was a Scientologist at the time. I really hope he's not anymore because that shit's a cult, man. And you can check that out on Sid's new podcast about dogs in South Park called South Park every Wednesday at 6 o'clock on some podcast players. Are you guys ready to start? That was terrible! Horrendous! I'm offended! I'm appalled! So what are we gonna do? Oh, what else? Email it to everybody we know! Good idea. <laughs> <laughs>